Welcome to Transition Church Podcast, a place for growth and revelation. Thank you for tuning in. Now, your host, Paul the Lion Huntington. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transition Church. I'm so happy that you joined us tonight. So let's just dive right in. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you, Lord, for everything you're doing. We just ask, Lord, you just minister to us, Lord God. Help us to understand what you're trying to teach us. Help us to apply it and to walk it out. We thank you, Lord, for this time and this opportunity. In Jesus' my name we pray. Amen. So today I'm going to talk about relentless prayer. Relentless prayer. Um, and so, like, in your mind, you could be like, okay, relentless prayer, you know, uh, what does that mean? How? Well, let's just look at the scriptures, okay? So Luke 11, 1 through 4, ask for what you need. So one day he was praying, which is talking about Jesus, praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said, Master, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. So he said, when you pray, say, Father, revealed who you are, set the world right, keep us alive in three square meals, keep us from forgiving with you and forgiving others, keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. Now that's just a backtrack of what um, I want to talk about, so I want to go to the next verse, which is Luke 11, 5 through 9. And it says, Then he said, Imagine what would happen if you went to a friend in the middle of the night, and said, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. And old, an old friend traveling through just showed up. And I didn't have a thing on hand. The friend answered from his bed, don't bother me. The door's locked. My children are all down for the night. I can't get up to give you anything. But let me tell you, even if he won't get up because he's a friend, if you stand your ground knocking and waiting and all the neighbors oh sorry if you stand your ground knocking and waking all the neighbors he'll finally get up and get you whatever you need here's what i'm saying ask and you will get seek and you will find knock and the door will will be open so in that whole story jesus was talking about, you know, in that whole parable, he was talking about a, a guy who comes into town and he's going to his friend's house because he needs food. He just, I mean, it's late at night. And his friend's like, ah, I don't have time for you. But what Jesus is saying is, if that friend just beats on the door, beats on the door and wakes up all the neighbors, that friend inside would get up. Oh, my goodness, he's not going away. Okay, what do you need? What do you need? So there's a story I want to look at, and it's a story of Hannah. Now, Hannah is Samuel's mother, okay? And I want to focus on her prayer. So Hannah was a good woman. It, now, this story is found in 1 Samuel 1, 1 through 20. Hannah was a good woman who loved God. But she was sad, for she had no children. Each year, her husband took her to this to a place called Shiloh, okay, where they worshipped God. And each and each year, Hannah prayed a special prayer in that God would give her a child. One year, she prayed, "Dear God, if you will only give me a son, I will give him back to you." 
to serve you all this day, all his days. She prayed so hard her mouth moved, but no words came out. A priest asked if she was drunk. No, she said, I'm pouring my heart out to God. May you find favor in God's eyes, said the priest. So what was the significance of Hannah's prayer? Well, she prayed relentlessly. She prayed to the point where no words were coming out. She looked like she was drunk, but she was on a mission. She wanted a child. She wanted a son. In those days, having a son means that the lineage of the father is carried on. So she had no children. So there was nobody to carry on the lineage of her husband. And yet she prayed, God, give me a child. Give me a son. I'll give him back to you, God. Just give me a son, God. And she prayed relentlessly. As, as it said in Luke, you know how Jesus said, knock and shall be opened unto you. And you'll bang on the door. Well, Hannah had a ruthless mentality. She has a ruthless prayer. In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. She prayed with no reservation. How do we pray? When somebody has cancer in your family, and, and, and how do you pray? If somebody's in the hospital and they, they're not, it doesn't look good, how do you pray? If your rent is due and you have no money, how do you pray? Your refrigerator is empty and you need food for your children. How do you pray? If you need a job and, and, and that is the, your only form of support, how do you pray? Because we could always pray in a, oh God, we just ask you, Lord, that you just, you know, bless us and help us. Or do we really pray as in uh, ruthlessly, uh, uh, relentlessly, as, as in we're on a mission, and to accomplish that mission, that prayer has to be answered. How many of us pray for our church in that way? How many of us pray for our homes, our, 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 our neighborhoods, our, our cities, our towns? How, how many of us pray that way as on a mission? As God, I'm not going to stop praying until I get an answer from you. If that answer might be no, that's, that's an answer. If that answer is yes, then that, that, that's an answer. If that, that answer is maybe, that's an answer. But I want you to understand, she prayed relentlessly. She didn't have no reservation. She didn't hold back. She literally threw herself on the ground and looked like a drunk to everybody around who seen her. But she was praying for a son. That prayer that she prayed was answered. But I want to look at the definition of relentless. What does relentless mean? Showing or promising no abatement of severity, intensity, strength, or pace. 
Oh my goodness, you you you're going all in. You're 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 just just no reservation. Hannah prayed with that mindset. And God blessed her with the son, and not only the son was one of the greatest in the kingdom, that son anointed David, the king of Israel, who was one of the greatest kings of Israel. Her son's name is Samuel. Samuel heard and spoke with God. At a young age, he heard God speak to him. But that was due to the prayers of her mother, of his mother. She prayed in a way that was relentlessly as like, God, I'm not going to move until you bless me with a son. Just like Jacob. Jacob wrestled with God and says, I'm not going to let go until you bless me. That thing wasn't only just monetary blessings. It was changing his name from deceiver. And the past that he had of being a deceiver. To change his past, Jacob. We would like to take a brief break from this episode with a word from our sponsors. Welcome back as we continue with this episode. Wrestled with God and God changed his name to Israel. But he had to hold on. Hannah had to pray relentlessly with no reservations. I seen this quote and I thought it was awesome. It really, really... Man, it really spoke out to me. It says, opportunity does not knock. It presents itself when you beat down the door. Wow. Beat down the door. No longer tap, tap and walk away and say, okay, well, God, I guess you're not going to answer that prayer. You know, oh, well. No. If you're facing a, a life and death situation, you're not going to tap, tap. You're going to bang on that door and say, God, I need you to intervene right now. Beat the door down. Brothers and sisters, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing, but beat the door down. Pray in a way that you are relentless. Faith moves God. Your faith so increased that you're relentlessly praising, God, you've got to do this, God. I'm, I'm going to stay here by faith until you change the situation. So I want to leave you with this. We were, we were taught how to pray. We were shown how to pray through examples of other people. But are we going to ruthlessly pray and be the generation that ruthless, ruthlessly pray for our nation, our state, our city, our neighborhood, our homes? Christianity has been dumbed down for so many years, so many decades. 
where we're not relentless anymore. We're passive. Now you might be like, well, Pastor Paul, how could you say that? Just look. Just look. See how the nation was when Christians ruthlessly prayed. And see our nation now. When there was relentless praying, ruthless praying, revivals broke out. Look at now. There's been years and years since a revival, since the move of God. What does that tell you? That something has to shift. We have to be relentless in our praying for things to change in our nation, in our state, in our city, in our town, in our neighborhood, in our home, in our churches. We have to be relentless. God, I'm not going to move until you change this. I'm not going to stop praying until I get an answer, God. I'm going to beat down that door until you answer the door. To be in that place of being relentless. We have been taught that that's not normal. That's not, wait, wait, no, no, you don't really, no, that's too much. That's way too much. You're looking like an idiot. That, that's, t- that's too much. You don't pray like that. No, no, don't do that. No. There should be encouragement. Yes, keep going. Pray. I'll stay here in the church until you're done. I'll join in. When there is relentless prayer, God moves. When there's a relentless walk of Christianity or our walk with God is relentless, There's a move of God in your life, in your home, neighborhood, city, town, state, nation. But it takes a heart to be relentless, relentlessly going after God. That is the key. Relentless prayer. Just like Hannah. Jesus gave us the okay to do it. In that parable where that friend came from out of town late at night and needed food. And he asked for three loaves of bread. And his friend who he stopped at his house said, oh, go away. I'm not doing it. And that out of town friend kept banging and banging and banging until that friend opened the door. And got him what he needs. You have the okay to pray relentlessly. Jesus has said, pray this way. Let's be relentless in our walk with Christ. Let's be relentless in our prayer life. No longer being reserved and held back. 
but going all in to the point where we look foolish to the world. We weren't called to be normal. We were called to be Christ-like. See, aliens never looked normal on movies and shows. They don't look normal. Why? Because they're not from here. We are not from here. We're citizens of heaven. So we live and act and move differently than what the world is used to. We don't conform to what the world is all about and what is what is showing us and how to live. We conform to the likeness of Jesus. And in that, we look foolish to the world. But that brings you closer to your Heavenly Father. Be relentless. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I ask you, Lord, to stir a fire inside of us inside of us, Lord, that we become relentless in our walk with you, that we become relentless in our prayer, that we become relentless in our reading of the word, that we become relentless to love, Lord God. Help us and change our hearts, our beings to be relentless, to be people that knocks down the door. I ask you, Lord, you stir a fire in my brothers and sisters now. We pray for your children, Lord God. I ask you, Lord, that you'll stir a fire inside of them that makes them relentless towards you, that they, they go after you relentlessly. They pray relentlessly, Lord God, that they'll go after you with such a tenacity that, that it changes their lives completely. Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, Lord God, that they fall in deep love for you. And I ask you, Lord, that as they pray for their town, their city, their neighborhood, their family, their church, their, their state, their nation, Lord God, that they'll pray with such a tenacity, Lord God, so relentlessly that they, they want to see change. And I thank you, Lord, for them. Now, if you want to surrender, just repeat after me. Say, God, I'm done. I quit. I give up. I'm through. I no longer own me. You own me. Teach me. Guide me. Show me what you want me to do. And I'll do it for the rest of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, I surrender. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Welcome to your new life. We'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Transition Church Podcast. Don't forget to comment, subscribe, and share this podcast with someone you love.